Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor <laughs> Studio, here's Steve Jones. With all due respect to the first lady, with all due respect to the first lady, she is not the most important person I can think of right now as a patient at Walter Reed. Yeah, how about that? My, my daughter and grandson are both there. I'm sorry, but they're more important as patients to me than the first lady, with all due respect. And I'm sure the first lady would agree with my assessment in my shoes. Okay? I'm sure she would. Well, this is a story when she's older. I, look, the day you were born, the first lady was in the hospital. Uh, <laughs> in the same hospital you were, yeah. Um, probably. Something tells me in a different wing. All right, so. <laughs> and slightly more protected. All right. Yeah. Time now. Okay, you got your play-by-play of the call today. I got one as well. I want to hear your first. Try to use that fastball to get ahead. And this should do it. It's popped up. LeMayu is there. And LeMayu makes the play. Oh, he made the play right before it hit the dirt. He fought the ceiling and finally made the catch to end the game. And the Yankees win 3-1. to uh, Today they're losing 14-0. Uh, all right. So, I think, you know, I think it turned out really well. Yeah. As our tribute to Ron, the late Ron Popeil. 30 seconds of one of the truly great SNL skits ever. Dan Aykroyd with the Fasomatic 76. Yes, fish eaters, the days of troublesome scaling, cutting, and gutting are over. Because Super Bassomatic 76 is the tool that lets you use the whole bass with no fish waste without scaling, cutting, or gutting. Here's how it works. Catch a bass, remove the hook, and drop the bass. That's the whole bass into the Super Bassomatic 76. Now adjust the control dial so that that bass is blended just the way you like it. That was Dan Aykroyd. That was his... Because <laughs> in the 70s, Ron Popeil was a big deal. What was the, the fish thing? You wouldn't know. You were, you know. you were too young. Yeah, I think I was. At the end, Lorraine Newman comes on, and they hand her a glass. And of course, a glass is something, whatever, something else. And she drinks, and she goes, she looks up, she says, that's some bass. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, Kay Cunningham's going to go first uh, to the uh, Detroit Pistons tonight. That was allegedly breaking news. Okay, wasn't this something we said last week? But it's breaking news. Correct. <laughs> like the people don't. I mean, they, breaking news. Like breaking news. Like what everybody is known and talked about. Okay, just want to make sure. Ah. 
despite that, all the things are happening today. But, I mean, like the NBA draft is still the NBA draft. I mean, it's still you – know, a lot of people think that um, that Houston with the second pick is going to go with Green. You know, I mean, Jalen Green. I mean, there's Evan Mobley, obviously really good. I'll tell you the guy I'd pick. I'd pick Jalen Suggs. I really like Jalen Suggs. I think he's got an, a long-term NBA game. But – See, but this is the problem with the NBA draft. We're going to take Jalen Green. Well, okay. Where's Jalen Green been playing? Where? I mean, a guy that nobody knows anything about. Jalen Suggs, we saw him with Gonzaga. We saw Mobley in the tournament with USC. Okay, they're, they're projecting Orlando to take a, 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 an overseas player nobody knows of. Scotty Barnes, Florida State, Oklahoma State. Davian Mitchell from Baylor. Hook Knight from UConn. Keon Johnson, Tennessee. Moody from Arkansas. Then they go foreign again. Again, you know, you're trying to. I know you're trying to promote a worldwide brand. I got it. I understand that. But to be honest with you, if they're not playing in college in terms of marketing, your fans don't know who they are. Right? They got Io DeSumo. They got Franz Wagner, by the way, being the first Big Ten player off the table, which I agree with from Michigan. I mean, you know, they got to pick 13. And they got Ayo, Ayo Desumu, uh, going to the Clippers at pick 25. Let's see. Sixers don't have a first round pick, do they? They are at 28 tonight, I thought. Oh, 28. Oh, yeah, they got picking Trey Mann from Florida. I wouldn't hate it. If- 40% three-point shooter. Hey, look, at 28, at this point, you're rolling the dice. Even the Clippers on Iowa are ro- rolling it a little bit. Iowa's, Iowa would be a good pick. And Jeremiah Robinson Earl from Villanova, they've got him going to the Rockets at 24. But I mean, there's no doubt there's certain players, I mean, you know, Luka Doncic is a fabulous player from overseas. Who's come over here and he's been great. Uh, his teammate Porzingis, they acquired from the Knicks. Same story. But this is where the NBA draft struggles a bit compared to the NFL draft. When you're picking in the NFL draft, these are all players you saw in college, and you saw them for sometimes as many as three years. As opposed to, okay, we saw Kate Cunningham play, by the way, and I liked him too. Never have seen Jalen Green play. Mobley, obviously, I've seen play. Suggs, I've seen play. Kaminga, they haven't projected at six. Never saw him play. Scotty Barnes, I've seen play. Mitchell, I've seen play. Book Knight, I've seen play. But again, it's the NBA draft, 
which, of course, is promoting the international brand, which I got. I understand what they're doing. And internationally, they've done well promoting their brand. They've made it more of an international game. And there's nothing wrong with having a more international game. Uh, I'll give you a baseball example. Uh, Although I saw something last night that I had never seen before. I'll look down from the broadcast booth at Medlerfield Lebrano Park, Spikes games. And I'll talk about this on the broadcast, too, about let's take a look at quick Jersey watch. And I'll see sometimes a Bryce Harper Phillies jersey. Last night I saw a Bryce Harper Nationals jersey. But I'll usually see several Bryce Harper Philly jerseys. I'll see Roberto Clemente. See a lot of those. Uh, And others. Last night, for the first time ever, I saw Charlie Blackman for the Colorado Rockies. Really? (laughs) Never thought I'd see that. But you know what I'm seeing more and more of? Like, I mean, a lot more of Shohei Otani. That's why what... um, So, I mean, an international player can come in and can capture the imagination of fans like Luka Doncic has, like Porzingis has, players like that. You know, Nikola Jokic. They can capture the imagination just through performance. And that's why what Stephen A. Smith, I know he's apologized for it. I understand that. Uh, When he made his comments about Otani, how he really can't be the face of baseball, I mean, that's, no, that's, that's absolutely wrong. And here's the reason why. Let's look at the Olympic Games, for example. And I'm going to talk about those who, I'm not going to talk about Usain Bolt because he's from Jamaica and he speaks English perfectly. Okay. Because that's what they speak in Jamaica, English. His comment was, it's hard to to really relate to somebody who needs an interpreter, right? That was the premise, right, Matt? Sound right? Uh, Yeah, I think so. So let's go back to the Olympics in the 70s. In 72, in Munich, the two people that captured the imagination of everybody... Happened to be, obviously, Mark Spitz winning seven gold medals, but also Olga Corbett, a gymnast for the Soviet Union, went out there with incredible routines and captured the imagination of the American public, and she couldn't speak a word of English. Couldn't do it at least at that time, eventually eventually learned, but couldn't, and, and Americans loved her. Nadia Comaneci, Romania, 76 Olympics, first perfect tens. Same story, right? Couldn't speak English. Now, of course, she's, you know, she's here. She's married to Bart Connor now. But same story. Captured the imagination, couldn't speak English. So it doesn't matter. You Just through performance... You can capture the imagination of the public. Shohei Otani has done that just through pure performance. He's got that big smile. He's, he seems to be charismatic. He pitches. He hits. So you can do that through performance. And the Olympics are a good example. But today, uh, you know, great, great for Suni Lee and boy, NBC. That trip to St. Patrick's Cathedral paid off for the brass today. 
I said, ma'am, in this case, you are my hero. Yes. <laughs> yes. But that is... Uh... Yeah. Now, the SEC, I think, is voting today, correct? They are due to meet today. All right. Like I said, we think, we go back to Monday's show, we thought once all the dust settled, Texas A&M would be sitting there saying, oh, we can't look bad here. They'll vote yes. Don't act like you're afraid of them. We'll vote yes. So it'll be 14 nothing. The ESPN culpability in this has come into question by Bob Bowlesby, the current Big 12 commissioner. Now, let's be honest. Uh, Bob Bowlesby is fighting for his career here and for his conference. Believe me, he'll land someplace, but... So they're going to pull out every stop they have, but what, what, what's their avenue here? They'll get money from Texas and Oklahoma to leave early. It'll be negotiated. But when Colorado, Nebraska, Missouri, and Texas A&M all left for their respective conferences, the Big 12 still had as its anchors Texas and Oklahoma, and they could continue to push forward. Now with Texas and Oklahoma leaving, they don't have an anchor. They don't have signature programs. Yes, Kansas has great basketball. Oklahoma State has been good in football, good in basketball. Kate Cunningham's going to be the first overall pick tonight, Oklahoma State. Iowa State's been better with Matt Campbell in football. They've been, you know, last year was a bad year, but they've been usually pretty good in basketball. Baylor's the national champion in basketball, but it doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. It matters in terms of, like, okay, bringing in a program. They don't have impact. They don't have economic clout. There's nobody left that you sit there and go, oh, we have to negotiate with them. They've got – I mean, I need to go negotiate with the Pac-12. They've got USC. I need to negotiate with the Big Ten. They've got Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan. I need to negotiate with them. In the Big 12, where's your need to negotiate? Who do you have to have? We have to have this team. And part of the the Big 12 is sitting there and getting together. They need to keep the band together. And which I just don't think they can do. It's got to be every man for themselves. Every man for themselves. You got I mean you owe it to your student athletes. You owe it to the respective sports you have. You owe it to your coaches. You owe it to your administration. You got to find a landing spot because right now, if you merge, if you absorb four schools from anywhere, I don't care where—BYU, Memphis, UCF, whatever. 
to, all right, you absorb schools, you're going to drop down to about nine to twelve million a year in revenue, because that's the value of it. If your schools go to the American, you're down to about nine to twelve million. If you go to the Mountain West, you're down to about nine to twelve million. You're losing thirty million dollars unless you can somehow, some way, convince the Pac-12 or the Big Ten that you should take us. Because the SEC isn't going to take you. The ACC is not going to take you. Maybe West Virginia. Maybe. And we always talk about the 65 power conference schools. It will drop down to 57 unless any of these schools land in the Pac-12 or the Big Ten, or maybe the ACC. I mean, well, again, West Virginia might be the one. It's going to be the 57, because these won't be among them. These have been along for the ride in their conference, as good as Kansas basketball has been. Oh, what about Baylor women's basketball? Again, it doesn't come up in the conversation. It loses money. Nobody sits down to do a TV contract and says, we've got to have it. I'm not trying to be cruel here. I'm trying to be realistic. you got to understand what the negotiations are. That's one of those that when it's done, they go, hey, great, we got that too. All right, back with more in a moment. Great to have you with us today as we continue on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way? The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Max Scherzer's family when he found out they were going to San Diego. <laughs> no, not right. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I mean, I just thought I'd throw that out. No, that's actually uh, Suni Lee's family. Uh, she's from St. Paul, Minnesota, right? Does that sound right? I believe you're right. I believe you're right. Good for her. With everything that has happened in that sport, and to have her then do that, to me, that is a wow moment right there. There's been so much concentration on Simone Biles, um, and Simone Biles 
had to withdraw, and it opened the door for somebody else, and Suni Lee won the gold. How about that? That is great. All right. The NBA draft is tonight. Matt says he's foregoing the Olympics to watch. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> no, I'm not. No. no, I'm not. Wow. I'm only watching this, to see I'm if, ben, watching Simmons to see if ben Simmons gets traded. You're so negative. <laughs> and I think it and will because, I think it will as, because I before, as I said before, all the things are happening, all today. The things are happening today. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I mean, the Big 12's not doing anything till tomorrow. Hey, so we got to wait for that. Normally, the end of July, there's not much going on. It's kind of like the calm before all the activity. And this end of July, it's been one continuous story after another. Wow. Service Electric, by the way, bid for the Big 12 rights. Is that bad? (laughs) Hey, why not? Hey, why not? Thought I'd bring that up. Great to have you with us today. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, Roots 11 and 15, almost wharf online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, great new inventory, fabulous pre-owned inventory, great sales staff, super uh, service department. Again, service is not like, oh, they can take care of the big things. Of course they can take care of the big things. But look, you want somebody that goes out there and competently takes care of all the routine stuff, too. They can count on it. Keeps your vehicle going for years. And they do that with ease every time. Talk about dependable. It is all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Online at sunburymotors.com. ESPN bolstered its response to a Big 12 conference letter that accused the network of trying to destabilize the league, writing in a letter of its own that ESPN is engaged in no wrongful conduct and there is nothing to cease and desist. A letter from Magnus restated ESPN's position that the claims had no merit and added that apart from a single vague allegation that ESPN has been actively engaged in discussions with at least one other unnamed conference, which ESPN disputes, your letter consists entirely of unsubstantiated speculations and legal conclusions. So there you go. Bob Bolsey says he suspects ESPN was involved behind the scenes when Texas and Oklahoma were in discussions with the SEC, but added that he has no proof of that. 
The whole thing has been a complete articulation of deception. My goodness, it was like he was in the corner office in a meeting. What? Oh, my almighty! Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. All right. So. I know Matt says there's a lot going on today. If it is, it's very quiet right now. Okay? It's got a lot going on. Like, but nothing really coming out. We expect Texas and Oklahoma to be formally accepted into uh, the SEC. It should be a 14 nothing vote. And, and as for ESPN and what their culpability is in this, I don't know, but let's face it, they not only produce the SEC, but they also produce Longhorn Network. But you don't think at some point this came up? Hey, you know, if... if uh, what, what becomes the Longhorn Network if we do this? I mean... You'd have to have that conversation. You'd have to. Now, I'm going to say, the, say though, that in the new TV contract, ESPN still has to be a part of what's going on with the Big Ten because you cannot lose them as a partner. ESPN right now is $190 million dollars Per year. Per year, 190. You gotta at least continue to get that, if not more, while also renewing your Fox contract. I know everybody talks about streaming, and if I hear any one more time, if I hear somebody say markets aren't important anymore, cable homes aren't important anymore. Because what? Because they cut the cord? Okay, so here's one for you. If you are in the Columbus area, which is the largest city in the state of Ohio, population-wise, okay, we know how many cable homes there are there. Oh, but streaming, streaming, streaming. Well, who do you think streams? (laughs) who do you think streams there'll be more people streaming in Columbus than there are in Xenia because it's a bigger city (laughs) so of course more people are going to stream there that's why markets are still important oh we need streaming it's like that's fine streaming's great but you still need the market to stream from because you're going to get more people streaming Ohio State football in Columbus to watch the game as opposed to, oh, I don't know, Dallas, Texas. <laughs> Just use some common sense here. I mean, that, that, this whole discussion that gets me about this when it comes to brands and markets and things like that, I, I see and, and read some of the most bizarre stuff 
It just makes no sense. Well, ESPN, you know, they're fading away. They have 83 million homes. It used to be 100. I got it. They've dropped 17 or 18. I got it. That's still 83 million homes. Not 83,000. It's 83 million. The Big Ten Network is still in 60 million homes. Not 60,000. 60 million. Same thing with Fox Sports 1. What are they in, 50, 55 million homes? Some number like that. I mean, come on. It's still a major player in what you're doing. Now, is streaming a major player? Yes. And and that's why, for example, look at what Amazon did with their contract with the NFL. Now, this year Fox will have it, but then it goes to Amazon after that. That's going to be interesting to see how that goes and how that works. I mean, I talked to Lisa when she was here last week at the house with the kids when you were here for the show. And evidently, you've got a stack of Amazon boxes all over the place, so you have an Amazon Prime <laughs> account. <laughs> you should be fine. Only a laugh from you. Only a laugh. No, that would actually be my dad. Oh, yeah? Yes. I have an am well, Christmas time. Every time I go out to the porch, and you know, I go, yeah, you know, there's some box out there. I'm like, oh, for God's sakes! <laughs> <laughs> of course, now I've got seven grandchildren. So <laughs> now you may need to do that. Oh no 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 no! It's, I am. Uh, Uh, I try to, you know, there's several things that I do. I'll tell you what I did at at, at the shore. Uh, my oldest granddaughter, who's now 13, by the way, obviously with, with the boys, I'll see my grandsons play Little League. I mean, I'm there. I'm there all the time. They play Little League. I'm there. He's played flag football. I'm there. You know, so I'm there. But I kept thinking, i got to do something with her. I mean, I'm very, you know, trying to be conscientious. So you know what we do? Right? She loves to read. Loves to read. So what I do is I take her trips to the bookstore. So that's what I did at the shore. Let's say, hey, let's go to the bookstore. Just you and me. Nobody else. You know? You know, pick out something you really want. Right? Um, and then, then then we have some fun. I said, okay, now what about the other ones? Because all the grandkids were together. Okay, well, you know, let's see. Let's see this looks like good for your older brother. You're, what do you think about this for your younger brother? No, no, Grandpa, I think we had to get this. Right? Then your cousins, things like that. So, I mean, you try to figure out something to do with all of them. You know what I mean? Smart? No. It's, it's just I love her. She's just, you know. But, you know, there should be more than just, you know, I go and do something with them. I got to do something with her, so that's why that's that's something that you know I like to do. I'm also the one that says, "Hey, it's five o'clock. Let's get ice cream. And what about dinner? It's like let's go get ice cream. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Be a lot of fun. Yeah. Or else I'll show up with, "Hey, look, hey, guess who went to got blizzards? I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, just the worst." <laughs> but you're supposed to do that, so it's okay. 
Oh, no. I, uh, you know. So at the holidays, oh. At the holidays, it's, you know, I walk out to the front step. You know, if the box is for me, right, like somebody, like, I'm like, ah, you know. But if it's for the kids, oh. You know? Oh. You know, oh. Just like all these, sli- all, all these slices of gold in your life. Yeah. So, I, so Jack sent me a sent me a text. This is what Jack's text. He says, "Congrats, your family reunions will now be at Beaver Stadium." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Well, I at least need a suite." <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, now there's 19 of us. Lisa's family is definitely in that direction as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now the first lady's got to come. I guess the first lady wants to go see him. So I mean, it's like. I guess. <laughs> what a grand entrance! I know. <laughs> Well, uh, I would hate to be in the position uh, on a news note. By the way, man, I don't know what what the Padres gave up for Max Scherzer. Man, I got to give them credit. They um, they're going for it. I mean, they're going, the Padres are going for it. End of five. Uh, Washington leads Philadelphia seven to four. Won the first game four to one. Atlanta beat the Mets six to three. Uh, Cincinnati, uh, Cincinnati uh, leads the Cubs seven three. Bottom of the seventh. Giants lead the Dodgers three nothing. Bottom of the fourth. And the Yankee Tampa Bay game was stopped on cuts in the sixth round. Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. Fourteen nothing. The Rays win it. I thought, you know, to be honest, I thought Garrett Cole gave you really a good outing today. No good! No good! No good! Five and a third, seven runs. Yeah, all earned. Admirable. I just, you know. I mean, Luis Patino outpitched Garrett Cole. How many of you had that on your list today? Well, the Yankees got four hits, though. And based on what I'm seeing here, it looks like it was like four really good ones. No? Like I said, I'm just numb at this point. You're numb. I had very low expectations to begin this series. So I'm just still sh- just shell-shocked they took two out of three. Okay. So, 
Could there be a new? I have to share this tweet. Matt Gill, okay. the athletic covers the Phillies. He just yeah. tweeted this out a half hour ago. Max Scherzer was currently chilling in the visitors' dugout at Citizens Bank Park with his feet resting on the ledge. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. You, sir, are my hero. Well, it's interesting because they're talking about like what this means for what conference realignment means for other sports. Talking about Chris Beard leaving Texas Tech to be the head basketball coach of Texas. How about Kim Mulkey moving from Baylor to LSU? Well, well, there's another. All right. We'll take a break. We'll wrap it up on a moment. Tim Brando joins us tomorrow, along with the King, and more depression from Matt on News Radio 1070 WKOK. 25 meters left. China still leading up in lane three. Australia still running third. Ledecky in the United States running second. It is Leah Neal trying to catch Ledecky, but she won't. The U.S. should get the silver here, and China pulls off the big shocker. America with the silver. Australia, the Browns. More NBC depression. I mean, I realize that there's hype along the way. I understand that. Because uh, obviously, you know, we know what others have done in the past. I get it. But. One thing about the about being an athlete and one thing about being an Olympic athlete, there's a shelf life to it. And to be honest with you, NBC's overhyped and over, and oversold. Cuz they you know, they're trying to get you to watch. They're trying to get people to watch so they're promoting promoting and they're hyping. And the and the big problem they've got right now is it's just not living up to the expectations. And the suit is, you know, even he has hit a level of depression. He hasn't felt this way since Will Power won the Indy 500. Oh, my almighty! That is pretty bad. I know, and he just, for some reason, doesn't like willpower. (sighs) Tomorrow will be a a day where, with the Big 12 athletic directors meeting, we'll find out what comes out of that. Uh, I, I was on CBS this morning, CBS radio this morning as a guest, with uh, Damon Amendola, and the A asked me about. It. Of course, I, I I was kidding around the Hawaii UNLV thing, but I said, "Look, I said the worst thing you can do right now." And I, as you know, I've said this on the show, so I'm not. This is not new ground here. So you can't panic. You know, you sit there and say, "Okay, we're at four now." If you're the Big Ten, we're at fourteen right now. Well, if we're at fourteen right now. 
okay, can we make that work? Because you have in the past. You know, it's like, you know, it's not about markets, it's about streaming. Where do you think the people live? They live in the markets <laughs> who stream. <laughs> it's like, it's, I always get, I, I always, I sit back and I say, okay, what planet are you on? <laughs> Where do you think people live? They live in the markets. <laughs> so you've got Chicago, you've got Columbus, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, Washington, Baltimore. Columbus, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Chicago, Minneapolis, Milwaukee, Madison, Lincoln, you know, Des Moines. You've already got all that within your footprint. Right? You've got a huge chunk of the American population living in your footprint, rooting for your schools. Right? You have to ask yourself, is that enough for us going forward? And can we get a great deal that enhances the coffers of every athletic department so they can continue to have all their sports? If the answer is yes, you don't expand. If you can look at somebody else and say, you know what, they're going to enhance us. They're going to make us better. We're going to get more money by having them here. They're going to make the pie bigger. Then you consider it. And it's all about fit. It is always all about fit. It is so important that, you know, we talk about this. It's a very loose word, but the word chemistry means something. The word culture means something. It's all about fit. Is there somebody out there that fits who you are? Is there somebody out there that can not only fit in well with everybody, but has the opportunity to maybe even make you better? If the answer is yes, ask them to be a part of it. If the answer is no, don't ask. But just don't do, just don't expand for expansion's sake. Just because somebody else did something doesn't mean you now are forced to do something. And don't make the, don't make these things too big. Everybody's running rampant and out of control with the SEC being 20 teams. They might be 22, 24. That's too big. You can't manage that. That's a lot of personalities in the room.